Check, check. Test one, two, 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 one. You just refuse to get up on it like I do. <sighs> Your voice is always softer than mine. I know. I'm talking points. Have you? Yeah. From who? My mom. Your voice is so soft and you can really hear me. It's like Mike, you can really hear him off. Like, yeah, I know. It's my fault. I don't talk to like Or maybe the microphones are discriminating. Against women. Against women. No, because you're still talking softly. You have to project. You never did musical theater, did you? I did not. Neither did I, but <laughs> I was listening when they got their instructions. Did you do the drama? I was backstage. Oh, that's right. You did the stage stuff. I mean, they taught me in law school to project, but I guess when you're holding an infant, projecting isn't necessarily the first thing on your mind. <laughs> so this, I'm going to... Go ahead and assume that this is the first ever podcast that's being done while breastfeeding. Most likely. We we planned on, uh, well, I guess I'll back up a step. The baby fell asleep after dinner and we were like, ooh, we should do the podcast. Baby's asleep. And it just took a little bit too much time to get everything set up um, and, and we missed our window. He started crying. So we're going to try to feed him while we're going. Uh, and the other thing I just noticed is we are right in front of this window. <laughs> Which, which <laughs> is open. A, there's a big plant out there. Is there a plant out there? I can't yeah. see your view. The Rose of Sharon or what have you. Okay. So we're good. All yeah. right. So um, we're six six weeks in. Today is Tuesday. Six weeks today. Yep. Officially. Um, And it's been probably two weeks or so since the last one. I love how enthusiastic and ambitious we were. We're like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to ha- have this done every week. And then life happens. And well, we had wonderful visitors as well for a week. Your parents came to visit. Correct. From Florida. From Florida. So um, we apologize for the delay. But unfortunately, uh, <laughs> we have a unpredictable little one here. And, you know, time gets away from you. I, as it is right now, I can't believe it's already been six weeks. It, the time seems to have flashed by before my eyes although when night and day melds together and you don't really know what day it is or <laughs> what have you i guess that kind of plays into it a little bit too right more so for you more um, so for me because every day is the same for you this is true my days are a little bit more different um so after i went back to work and i think the last time we podcasted was after i had gone back to work yeah it definitely yeah. was um so what i ended up doing was taking an extra two weeks worth of vacation days but just kind of on a sporadic basis basically right through labor day so i just picked either one or two days off for every week from um, you know through the end of july and all of august the result of that is i don't know when i'm supposed to go to work <laughs> there was no there's no logic to the decision that i made you know, like which days so literally probably two to three times a week i have to go back into my sent mail folder and open up the email i sent my boss telling him what days i was going to be out of the office so i can figure out whether i have to go into work or not um which i guess is a good problem to have because you don't just default to yes i need to go to work every monday through friday at least the one days are pretty wednesdays wednesdays yep the wednesdays are pretty consistent with you having your half day or your work from home days rather yeah that's been nice Work from home is tough with the baby uh, a little bit just because I want to take a shift and like take a little bit of burden off you, but it also makes it difficult to to do 
the things that I'm getting paid to do. Right. Um, before we dive too deep into those things, I had uh, to pull back the curtain a little bit. I wanted to just briefly talk about musical selections. Mm -hmm. So normally after we record the podcast, after we record the podcast, I will go and pick some um, some music to to lead into the podcast and have as our you know intro and, and outro music. So when I knew that we were going to be recording um and i'll either pick a song that that i that i just really happen to be listening to a lot of the time or i'll try to think of something that's potentially somehow like lyric lyrically relevant to yeah. what we're talking about um so i was on the train this morning going into work and and i was listening to a song by a band called piebald and the song's called long nights and mm. i started i was like oh long nights that's potentially that's a really good song uh and so i started humming it and i was like yeah that's perfect like i really i like that song a lot i'm, I'm excited to be able to put it in the podcast and have other people hear it uh and then so i'm, I'm just kind of like i'm i'm thinking oh people will listen to the lyrics and they'll they'll get it they'll get the connection and i so i started going through the chorus in my head and i realized that when you when it comes to this library of songs that that are kind of like in my wheelhouse most of them are about how much the singer hates his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> right. um, and, you know, because it's not entirely applicable, it can it can lead to some odd conclusions. So I, as I started to go through the specific lyrics of the song, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of a dangerous message to be putting into the podcast. And, and I'll, I'll read you the, uh, the lyrics. I pulled them up just, just so you know exactly what we're talking about. Um, long nights, hard times, everything that makes you feel tired. I think I got to get away from you, <laughs> which Is I have that been, why you've been going to work. <laughs> Is this a true feeling within? <laughs> I have been singing that song for probably 15 years. Maybe not quite that long, maybe 10 years and never really thought too much about like what he's saying that like, I want to get away from you. Like you, we stay up all night and argue presumably or, right. you know, things are going negative. so great. Um, and these long nights aren't long because we love each other very much and we have a beautiful baby that we have to take <laughs> care of. They're, they're long for a much different reason. So um, I haven't decided yet whether I'll... Now that I feel like we've explained it, I can maybe get away with using the song. I promise I'm not going anywhere. I don't want people to think that. Don't worry, I track oh, you down anyway. <laughs> did you hear the song he used? I wonder if he's, you know, if he was kind of like telegraphing what his next move is going to be. Um, so I gotta, I gotta be a little more careful. I think probably either that or I just have to talk about it every single time. Right? Like, don't have any negative uh, thoughts about this. It's actually okay. I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that that's a terribly interesting topic to bring up every single time so we'll see what happens on the music is the baby okay of course okay okay so i have i have a couple topics um do you, you didn't take any notes did you oh i have notes. do you have notes i have notes from the past couple weeks okay let's hear them oh, okay uh well i think let's see here we could start with the funny or the serious sad or what have you um, not serious, sad, but so in coming home, um, you know, things are kind of all over the place and you don't, you're not really situated for a while until you start to actually regain your composure and you're like, all right, 
So I have the whole feeding the baby situated. I have sleeping sort of down. I can sleep in you know, two hour increments, whatever. And then come to find out, I'm looking through things because I'm starting to put together a baby book for, for Colin. And I see that we don't have his footprints. And in addition to that, I couldn't find the little, they have like this little index card that they put in the baby bassinet. Yep. Um, that gives all the stats, like, you know, the time he was born, the doctor's information, yada, yada, yada. So I'm, for the life of me, I can't find any of these things. I've already emptied out all of the hospital bags and put things back where they belong. And I just can't find these things. And, uh, just like with pregnancy after or post-pregnancy, there's a lot of hormonal changes. So I'm freaking out and I'm just, you know, so upset because I'm like, what a horrible mother to have lost these, you know, priceless or, you know, irreplaceable objects items and so luckily we found the uh the index card so few there but um the footprints the hospital had never given to us i don't know what happened to them and the thought of them having thrown them out made me even feel even worse uh, that they could discard something that was so important to us obviously they do it on a daily basis so no big deal for them but uh, i was very emotionally distraught by that but luckily our wonderful neighbors had just happenstance um, brought home an extra um, card that was used for the footprints we should add they had a baby they had it well we, they already, we already talked about that right but we're just to just set to the thing straight we're talking gotcha. about the same neighbors our other neighbors weren't just like walking around on a <laughs> random basis in the foot, maternity ward of the hospital cards. asking for footprint <laughs> cards but yeah so they had an extra set because i had been texting back and forth with her and so she very lovingly provided us with that card and then that night, I uh, got some non-toxic blue paint, and we had a fun time painting our baby's feet and uh, attempting to collect footprints, which was interesting. So Lesson learned, ink much better for footprints than, than paint. paint. Agreed. Although I think they came out pretty, pretty good. Yeah. More or less. You know, I think that's an interesting example of something where in the moment I didn't, I guess I didn't see it the same way that you did. I wasn't as distraught by the idea that they hadn't given us the footprints because I was thinking like a man and I was thinking, well, he still has footprints. <laughs> it's not like they gave them to us and he just didn't have footprints on his feet. And, you know, we could never capture that. I was like, Oh, we'll just take his footprints now. But I guess listening to you tell that story. Well, I looked at it as that was the first thing that happened after he was born. Besides you cutting the umbilical cord, you know, it was the first item that was collected from him and in my perspective, it was very important and sentimental and momentous. Is and anything, though, more sentimental than the hyper-realistic pictures and videos we have <laughs> of the true. labor purpose? Like, very true. Very good point. You're you're completely on point the there. The footprints, like, leave the stuff to the imagination. They're like, oh, this is what... This is the size of his feet, and you know this indentation this shows the, the shape arriving. of his toes. But you could like <laughs> see his toes the first time they ever touched um, like oxygen, if you really wanted to. This is true. That's very true. But um, yeah. So luckily that that all worked out, and it went from being a very sad moment to being a uh, a joyous one. With these, oh, well, your mom and I actually got to go to a craft store and pick up paint to use that the non-toxic, you know, washable paint. Um, and it, funny thing was, is we went to the checkout counter. And I think I shared this little tale with you. And your mom, of course, at the end of it was like, this would be perfect material for podcasting. Um, 
But so we're checking out and the cashier makes some comment about her daughter and regarding her pregnancy, like something she was eating or couldn't eat or what have you. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I don't know why she's randomly bringing up her pregnant daughter. And then the next question out of her mouth was, oh, when are you due? Mind you, I, I've just been bragging about all the weight that I've lost so quickly. Um, but I still have a little, you know, it looks like uh, a beginning of a baby bump, if you will. But obviously it's in the reverse. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Um, and I was like, oh, no, I just I just had my baby, you know, a couple weeks ago. And <laughs> I just haven't 100% recovered yet. So it may appear that I still have one. But uh, that was pretty hilarious. And your mom was like, oh, no, you, she's been so sweet. And like, oh, you look so great. I'm like, don't worry. I don't take things like that to heart. Like, you know, I, I do still have a little bit of a bump, whatever. <laughs> so here's my thought. You almost need like an arrow on your stomach that establishes the direction that it's going in. <laughs> like, hey, listen, everybody. I know I got a little bump here, but just so everyone knows... You come back and check me out in six weeks, it's going to be gone. Right. Um, not, you know, getting bigger or letting myself go or anything. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, you hear somebody talk about um, losing weight. And it, let's say you start at 250 pounds and you go down to 225. Everybody thinks you look great. But if you started at 200 and went up to 225, even though you weigh the same, people are like, oh, my God, you don't look so good. <laughs> so, But it, it's all about the direction. If you're coming down... But you need there's really especially with cashiers at the at the store, they don't really know what direction you're going in. This especially when you don't have the baby. That's I that's I never thought oh, of that. Very you, good point. So you you basically can't put him down now. Right. Because you need to let everyone know. Or just wear really baggy clothing. So they don't even see it. Exactly. Eliminate the topic from conversation. Precisely. Interesting. But I just think it's funny. Whether you're pregnant or, you know, you've already given birth, you have cashiers that say very interesting things to you <laughs> but we'll yeah. get the cashier on the podcast yeah seriously um okay do you want to go again or you can go i have more things but you can go okay um i have noticed that our son seems to wait until he gets changed into a clean outfit <laughs> in order to throw up do i take it personally is he doing it just to mess with me or is like the 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 motion of of getting him dressed and kind of jostling him around actually causing things churning to, his yeah. guts. <laughs> Perhaps he's just trying to provide you with lessons in patience. I mean, it has nothing to do with patience. Well, if you have to do something and then do the same thing over again within five minutes, I, I would say that. that well, I haven't had patience. to. I haven't yet had the, 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 the occasion to like change him in a hurry. Like, I need to get out of the house. We need to put him in nice clothes. Right. Um. But normally if we're putting something on him, we have so many clothes. If we're putting something on him, it's because we want to put it on him. We think it looks cute. Right. And then he just throws up all over it immediately. And it's not so cute anymore. Right. I mean, it's amazing. He, I, I guess I always envision, and this gets back to the idea, I don't know anything about babies. I don't know. Like, I'm learning on the fly here. Mm -hmm. um, he seems to throw up at any time. Like, it's not it's immediately after he eats, which I kind of always just imagine that somehow, like, a couple ounces was just sitting in the throat area. And if it doesn't get down to the, the stomach, Might then you're out up. of luck. But um, but it seems to be more random than that. Yeah. Because you want to know why that is? or I mean, uh, not really. Is it interesting? <laughs> well, it's just air getting trapped. So when it releases, it's kind of just, you know. Yeah, it's not interesting. <laughs> Anyway, moving okay. on from that. You're up. 
I think um, kind of in line with the emotional hormonal craziness, um, a friend of mine had told me about this product that you can use to capture milk that would otherwise be lost. And so one morning I uh, was using that that product and um, forgot that I had it on because sleep deprivation plays tricks with your mind and makes you forget things. And um, so when you say that you had it on, you might just want to explain. Okay, so it's well, it collects milk. So I had it on so it, it in order sits to collect in your milk. shirt. It sits in your shirt. Yes. yes. Anyway, so I forgot that it was on. I bent over and spilled over an ounce of milk. And mind you, similar to what you were saying about the footprints, this may not seem overly important to a, a male psyche. But when you're trying to collect this milk to try and, you know, boost a baby's weight because you've been told repeatedly that he needs to gain weight, it's uh, literally the end of the world. And so it gives credence to that, or I guess in the reverse, takes away credence from that. No use in crying over spilt milk because crying helped, actually. (laughs) It alleviated the immense stress that I felt from dumping an ounce on the floor of milk that could have otherwise fed our poor little baby. (laughs) Well, the crying was what gave me some insight into the female psyche. So when you say (laughs) that, you know, I maybe wasn't in tune with you on the footprint thing, that's true. But I was in tune with you on the milk thing because you were crying immediately. (laughs) Um, Well, it was a big deal. And then, like, then of course, you're like, all right, well, now this isn't that big of a deal, I suppose, now. It was at the time, but... Yeah. So that's probably a good segue to talk about um, the weight. Yeah. So he was born... Colin was born at Mm -hmm. 8-2. And by the time we left the hospital, whenever, 48 hours later, and then went to the doctors on the third day there, he was down to 7-3. So... Weight loss after birth is very normal. Um, a lot of times the birth weight is artificially inflated depending on whether the mom got IV fluids uh, during her labor or kind of some some different factors there. So, um, you know, we expected weight loss, but the the doctors made it clear that losing 15 ounces is, is more than they would like to see. Right. Um, so we immediately started supplementing meaning you know he eats um you know naturally he nurses and then whatever we collect or we pump we then put into a bottle and feed him immediately afterwards so he's kind of getting like sort of like one and a half feedings each time and uh you know for the first week or so the the gain weight gain was a little bit slow um but between two weeks and four weeks of age he went from basically he went from eight pounds to nine pounds um, which is a really great rate growing in our minds anyway. Growing well, no, the rate is good. Right. The um, you know, the the speed with which he gained a full pound over two weeks was awesome. But um, you know, at that one month, that four week mark, weighing only nine pounds and being as long as he is, because he grew in length. He grew in a length an inch and a half over the first month. Um, they, they categorized him in the 85th percentile for his height, but only the 20th percentile for his weight and, you know, started to, to say, you know, that, that number is a little bit low. I'd like to see that a little bit higher. You know, ideally we want to see him starting to establish himself a little bit more. Um, you know, so I, I guess our, our point of view is kind of, well, he gained the perfect amount of weight over two weeks if he hadn't lost the weight because of the the struggles he had 
um, feeding over those first three or four days, then he'd probably be right in line exactly where he should be. Right. Um, so, you know, I guess we're thinking you should be more less concerned about the overall number and more concerned about the rate uh, of growth over the, you know, the the last really five weeks right. and kind of throw out the outlier of the first week and you have a much better number. Um, My thing too is just like, we went in there and we were like, we're like, oh, I wonder what the number is going to be. You know, will it be a solid like eight, thirteen, or what have you? And we're hoping for at least you know high eights. We get in there, we see nine on the scale. I'm literally almost doing cartwheels down the hall. I'm so excited. The doctor walks in and I'm like, he's turned it into a little fatty. And then she's like, dun dun dun. Let me whip out the computer. And she's like, see this arch? These are the percentiles, and he should really be following this arch, but he's down here. He's falling below where he should be. And we're just like immediately brought down 10 pegs where we're nearly elated to being on the verge of tears again. It was like, oh, my gosh, we thought we had made such progress. I mean, we did make progress. Right. It's all about like the frame of reference, right? If you look at it through their frame of reference, looking just at the overall percentile, then, yeah, it's a little bit low. Whereas if you take it in smaller chunks and kind of ignore that first week, which was atypical. And now we've had, you know, five weeks after that that have been much different and, you know, I, I guess it's these sort of logical discussions. I tried to ask the doctor if if we got like extra credit for how well he did in the last two weeks and kind of <laughs> ignoring the fact that he lost a full pound. She didn't really understand. I, I don't think I asked the question very well. So um, so we'll see. We're going to go back in, um, what, two more weeks? Mm-hmm. And we'll see. Um, we'll see how he's doing. Hopefully he gets up from that 20th percentile. But and He's gone from eating every like two to three hours to eating on occasion within one or one and a half hours. So I don't know if it's a growing thing or he's just like, oh, I know I need to overcompensate now because. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I would guess that you don't feel like he has an eating problem. Like he's not eating so enough. I think he's eating enough. I'm sure you think he just eats constantly. The diapers alone provide that he's eating enough. <laughs> yes. Please send diapers. <laughs> P.O. box. <laughs> no, we can handle it. Thank you. We're financially responsible. We made sure that we could afford, afford diapers for our child. this little kid before we brought him into the world. Um, so, yeah, the doctors is... You know what the best thing about going to the doctors, at least at the one-month visit, is they didn't give him any shots. I looked that up, too, before we went in. I yeah. was about to... Uh take us off that mission like oh we can't come in we've changed our mind he has a couple shots scheduled though for for the six week or i'm sorry the two month visit you're gonna have to come well i I can't hold him uh, somebody asked me about that at work today do you think do you think you'll be able to participate at all i'll hold him afterwards i can't hold him during it because i'll probably just like throw myself in front of the needle (laughs) take a bullet for you Because he's going to cry really bad. I mean, just like sitting there when they were taking blood from his foot was bad enough. That was like straight out of purple face zone. And this is going to be even worse. Although when they did that, yes, he cried and he cried heavily um, in the moment. But he recovered so quickly that, you know, whatever it's going to be, 60 seconds of, of, of pain for him. You know that he'll be asleep by the time we get him to the car hope so um so is he fussing does he want to take a podcast break no he's fine okay um okay i think it's your turn uh so we talked about the doctors 
I thought it would be kind of good to talk about his changes, like what his milestones have been or what we've noticed that's interesting about him, just so we can make sure to document that. Uh, Yeah, we have to remind ourselves every once in a while that although our friends and family, it's nice that you guys get to listen to this. This actually isn't for you. This is for Colin. (laughs) Exactly. And you're just listening in. So, okay, we'll we'll have to make up a segment name or something. I think we'll call this segment uh, Dear Colin. (laughs) Dear Colin, here's uh, what you have done recently. Um, You figured out how to poop out the side of your diaper. And out the back. Don't forget that. I still don't know how that's happening. It's... Some sort of physics miracle. Um, you are a lot more awake than you were before. Mm-hmm. You like to look to the right. This he likes true. to look up and to the right. Does that mean it? Is that what you do when you lie? I'm trying. To, I was trying to think as soon as you said that. Either that means it's the artistic part of the brain, or the that so that would be the creative part of the brain, or it's the logical side where you're actually trying to retrieve information. I'm not sure. Or he's like trying to learn how to roll his eyes at us. Gabrielle was thinking he was seeing ghosts, so it could be that. Who knows? Well, I mean, not to throw um, gasoline onto that fire. Uh, quiet, Colin. I'm in the middle of us. Sp- I'm trying to make an analogy here. We're listening. When we first moved into the house, Matt. I'm good. Go okay. ahead. Carry on. Madison wouldn't come into the dining room. This is true. Another sign of ghosts. Yes. Children, ghosts love children because of their innocence. This is, yeah. Although, and they can't say anything. And, well, the other thing is they can't really see anything. This is true. We know that they, um, you know, their eyesight's poorly developed. So if I were a ghost, I would put myself in front of a child before <laughs> a fully formed adult. Um, yeah, a lot more awake. Likes to look up and to the right. Um, so sometimes you just have to stand up and to the right in front of him in order to have it look like he's looking at you. Um, he started, I would say he started like facially engaging though. Mm -hmm. Um, there will be times if you're holding him kind of out in front of you and you move yourself or move him to the left or right, he will actually follow your gaze, like lock eyes with you and, and move back and forth. Um, and you know, it's odd when that sort of interaction gets you excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, he he's following my eyes back and forth. And, you know, someday he's going to be paying for my nursing home. But right now, that's the only... Um, Slow but sure steps. It's good that's progress. the only real interaction we have other than just like hugging and kissing. Although that's all one-sided too right now. This is true. He snuggles. Yeah, he does. He snuggles very well. Um, what else has he started doing? He likes going for walks. Right. He likes being pushed around. Right. He's not walking yet. Well, it's like fresh air. He loves going outside. I've brought him outside like two or three times and just sat like partially in the sun, partially in the shade. And it's amazing. He stays quiet so long. Like when we're sitting out there, I think he just really enjoys the breeze and hearing all the sort of various sounds out there. And he just looks around because he just sees all these, you know, new things outside. Well, if he takes after his mother, he's going to love the outside. If he Mm -hmm. takes after his father, he's going to want to stay inside most days. Or at least have bug spray. Right, and sunscreen. And anti-spider devices. Right, anti-spider devices. Mm -hmm. Okay, dear Colin, um, (laughs) you... I believe you have started practicing for smiling. Agreed. It's like you're not... I'm pretty sure he kind of almost did the other day. 
Like, it's a pre-smile. You know, it's kind of like when you run a marathon. As you're training, you don't run 26 miles. Right. You kind of build up. It's like twitching at the side of the mouth and the eyes start to go up a little bit. And... Right. Yep. But that's been, that's, we, I think we would both agree within the last few days even, his face, his facial mush, ugh, that's mm-hmm. a bad phrase. The muscles in his face <laughs> are starting to do new things and smiles are just around the corner. I'll tell you, once he starts smiling, I don't know. I'm already head over heels enamored with him. Mm-hmm. And that's just in his like stone face. Right. When when he smiles, oh man. I know, it's going to be trouble. I don't know how we're ever going to tell that kid no. <laughs> I'll tell him no. Don't worry. Okay. Like This is for your best interest, my dear. Um... Do you have any other Dear Collins? Hmm. Dear Colin, you don't really fit in your newborn clothes anymore. That's true. He's kind of busting out of those. So he's nearly outgrown his newborn diapers. He's nearly outgrown all of his newborn clothing. Um, I don't know. We're going to have to move on. Moving on up. Although we did, we did find out that if you purchase diapers online, you get a steep discount. Which is pretty amazing and helpful. Again, we're not going to mention the retailer unless they sponsor us. <laughs> but if um, let, let's see if we can give a secret clue to the listeners. Um, this retailer happens to be named after a large tropical river that flows through South America. What? You're going to embarrass yourself and act like you don't know that that's a river? Yes, probably. Hmm. Hmm. Well, clearly we're going to have you helping with the <laughs> geography, geography for Colin. Yep. Oh, I think he's expressing his displeasure. No, no displeasure. Uh, so the, the only, I, I have one more item on my list. What do, you, do you have anything else before I get to the last thing? Uh, I can't think of anything. Right now. So go ahead with your last item. Hold on. Let me look around the house real quick and see if anything... Jogs memories. Jogs my memory for him. Nope. Okay. <laughs> last item. Um, so we have... We're, we're lucky to have friends and family that, that have kids at various ages, ranging from two months older to... The ghosts. What just happened? I don't know. Like running water in our Sounds house. Like the house is gonna blow up. <laughs> um, oh, it's done. The ghost turned off the water. Just washing his hands. <laughs> ghost using our bathroom. This um, is a clean ghost. The the friends and family that we have who have kids, there's a real there's a nice range of of ages in there from you know two months older than Colin to you know a year and a half older to two years. Eight years. So, you know, we've had the opportunity in the last six weeks to to see kids at other stages and see, you know, those little milestones and, and other things and, and see those experiences and how, how they differ. Do you think it's a bad thing that, that you are in those situations? And I, I am envious of those milestones. So one of the things I've been kind of trying to consciously do is think about enjoying the milestones that we do have, the smaller ones and, um, you know, being in the moment as opposed to thinking like, oh, it's going to be great when he talks. It's going to be great when he smiles. It's going to be great when he can 
um, walk around. It's going to be great when he can go to Red Sox games, all these things that we've kind of talked about, but um, I'm making a conscious effort. I don't know how well it's going to, to kind of stay grounded and, and just appreciate the little things. So that's the other thing that everybody says is like, you never get back that tiny baby in your arms. Right. Uh, feeling. That's not a question. It's just kind of like saying a philosophical thoughts. thought. No, I, I completely agree with you. It's um for me, I think it's been trying not to look negatively upon having to get up a bunch of times during the night to feed him and being like, This is only gonna last for so long and just, you know, enjoy it, even though it's it's you know, coveted time with just him and I together and you know, it is bonding and just that's yeah. selfish. Try to try to enjoy it, even though it might be torturous to have to get up so many times and be sleep deprived. I'm very, very much coveting an eight hour increment at some point in the future. Who knows when that'll be? But someday it'll come back and I will enjoy it immensely. I think we're close. You think so? Well, because we're not that far off from you being able to put away two or three meals. This is true. And just going to bed. And uh, and I think I owe you. Let me do some quick math. Six, seven, probably about a hundred nights of sleep. <laughs> um, so maybe I can make you some of those little like IOUs, and you can use them over. Well, I'll, I'll probably on. limit it to like one one per customer per month. Yes, sounds um, about right. And then actually, can... perhaps a little bit more. One a month seems a little ridiculous. More than one a month I seems think, ridiculous to me. Speaking of that, though, I think you should recap the interesting tale you told me about your coworker when you explained to her our agreement, where I <laughs> very lovingly expressed to you that I was happy to, you know, give you rest since you were the one going back to work, and I, I can kind of nap until one o'clock on and off. That is a great point. Okay, so I have a coworker. This actually brings me uh, not to go on too long. Two <laughs> points here. First point is I I'm I'm kind of sick of talking about the baby the people at work because everybody asks the same questions and I know you have to ask and I'm glad they I guess it's better that they ask than they don't ask because then you look at them and you're like seriously you're not even going to ask me how my baby is <laughs> but then they ask you how the baby is and it's the same how's the baby baby's great is, is he, he sleeping is he sleeping <laughs> uh, sometimes 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 not. sometimes not like there are good days and there are bad days and then that's as far as the conversation needs to go but then everyone feels because of like politeness feels like they have to engage a little bit and be like oh well my kid Blah, 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 which is fine. Again, it's fine. But when you have this conversation over and over again, I don't work at a small company. Um, there's like 40 or 50 people that walk past me every day and the picture of the baby outside my desk and just kind of invites questions. <laughs> uh, I'd rather people come over and say, show me a picture of the baby. And I have 12 very good pictures printed out. You can look through 12 pictures in about 40 seconds. Your baby looks awesome. See you later. <laughs> so anyways... I, I feel a little guilty saying that, but I'm I'm kind of sick of talking about it. Unless somebody has like a specific story, like this is segue into into what you wanted me to talk about. So uh, a coworker of mine asked about sleeping and, and how I was doing, if I felt tired coming to work every day. And I said, I don't feel tired because my lovely wife has so graciously agreed to temporarily allow me to sleep upstairs in the bedroom alone and she will sleep with the baby downstairs get up with them in the middle of the night so i've had multiple full night sleep and uh 
as I know I've said before, that idea I wouldn't have in a million years suggested. Um, but I am very appreciative for it. So I was telling my coworker this, and I could just see the wheels turning in her head, and she starts to shake her head back and forth. And I think she legitimately in the moment got mad at her husband <laughs> just imagining a hypothetical world. She has two kids who are eight and ten. She's imagining a world where her husband came home or before he went back to work after they had their girls. Um, again, Colin, I'm right in the middle of something here. Carry on. Now you're going to burp him right into the microphone. I am. I'm going to share. <laughs> oh. You weren't joking. I feel like this is, this episode's going to have too many sound effects. It might. That's okay. Um, yeah, so I I got this lady to get angry at her husband just imagining a hypothetical situation where he said to her, "Hey, would you mind taking the baby and sleeping downstairs so I could have a a full night's sleep?" Um, not and that's not even what I did to to you but she just you know allowed her mind to go there of of you know how mad she would have been so i do feel a little bad i feel like i kind of ruined that guy's night yesterday because he, went home, and was he like, went home and had like a you know he doesn't know what happened totally normal hey honey how was your day let me tell you something <laughs> i'm none too pleased with you what I know what you were secretly thinking the entire yeah. time. Why didn't you just ask me if you wanted to sleep through the nights? And he's going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's been eight years since we had a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what happens when you have a baby in corporate land. What well, yours is going to be worse because when you go back to work, you're going to have to talk to the public. This is true. But no, okay. no one can hear you. That's true. I think that's okay. There won't be too, too many. There won't be too many people who actually know and will inquire. There'll be a couple, but most will just be people I've never met before, and I don't have to share with them if I don't want to. Like, it's none of your business. Right, you'll save that for the people that you do know and work with. Exactly. (laughs) You're right, yes. Very true. Okay, I'm out of topics. You're out of topics. Are you out of topics? Uh, just note to Colin, your daddy very lovingly put together two books. One of when you uh, came to California with us, but you were in my belly. And two, when you had your adorable newborn shoot. And so you'll have to look to those books if you haven't already seen them. I'm sure that as soon as you're capable of looking at them, I'll show them to you. But... That's what we uh, did probably, or what your daddy did. I just sat and watched uh, probably week five or so. And we just got them. And we've loved looking at them very much. And Don't millennial kids love looking at pictures of themselves? Or is that all kids? I think all kids. People in general, I think, enjoy looking at pictures of themselves. It's going to be his first picture book. Pretty cute. We'll put him. There's no words, but he can look at it. There's some words. You put some. Um, the word "baby" is on some of the borders like a hundred times. His yep. His parents. I think name. you did a shout out to a very loving quilt that was made for him. It so. just says a special quilt. I think those are the only words that aren't <laughs> like names in the whole book. Wow. Um, but agreed. 
Anyway, um, look yeah, to those books. It, it was cool. That's your first picture book. And you're already starting your your little uh, ego of just wanting to see nice professional pictures of yourself, which everybody does. We liked our pictures when we got our maternity photos back. We did. Because we we're, we're very self-absorbed individuals, apparently. Yeah. It's not just us. Everyone likes looking at good pictures of themselves. Okay, that concludes um, the Mike is not leaving episode <laughs> of the Rookies. Um, we will uh, talk to you next time. Yeah, we'll see you then. Ciao.